Attention. 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 This is an emergency broadcast of the Screen Queens News Network. This is not a test. I repeat, this is not a test. Please remain calm. Remain in your houses and stay tuned for further information. Your survival will depend on it. Good evening, everyone. I am Zachary Thackeray, your man in the street, reporting live for the Scream Queens News Network. I'm standing here in Times Square, where extraterrestrials have been sighted. Yes, UFOs are right now hovering over Times Square. There's panic everywhere. People are being abducted. People are being probed. It's pandemonium. Whatever you do, stay out in the Times Square area. Unless you're into that sort of thing, in which case, come on down, but no, stay out, run, 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 run. We now report back to Patrick at Scream Queen's headquarters for more details about the story. Over to you, Patrick. Yes, thank you, Zachary. We're all very concerned about you. Uh, I'm looking out my window, and I, I don't see anything that you're talking about. Uh, is the UFO visible? Yes, yes, Patrick, it's quite visible. It's there hovering in the air. Can you describe it? Yes, it's it's bullet-shaped. It's silver. There are letters on the side that I can't read. And wait, wait, wait. There seems to be some sort of illuminated sign on it. Yes, yes, it's sending a message to the people of Earth. It says, Go Giants! Yes, Zachary, I think you're looking at the Goodyear blimp. Yes, yes, that's exactly it. The extraterrestrials have discussed the UFO as the Goodyear blip. No, no, Zachary, calm down. I want you to take a breath. I think it's the Goodyear blimp. I can see it from my house. Oh, no, you're one of them. They've gotten to you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it appears that our host, Patrick, is now a pod person. You must turn off your iPods and listening devices at once and run. Run. No, no, Zachary, Zachary, Zachary. Run. Zachary. Andy, run! Not person. Mrs. Goldbridge, run! It's a blimp. Ah! 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 Calm down! Are you playing that sound effects record again? <laughs> Maybe. Look, I'm just trying to boost the ratings. Our ratings are fine, Zachary. I want you to go home. I want you to take a long bath. And I want you to throw out that sound effect record. And I'm not telling you again. I'm sorry, Daddy. That's all right, Zachary. You're not Orson Welles. Now knock it off. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we here at the Scream Queens Horror Podcast do apologize for any unnecessary panic or undue stress that Zachary Thackeray's rather unprofessional report. UFOs have not taken over Manhattan. You may return to your homes and, well, continue listening to the show because I got news because actually, the aliens are here. 
but they're not in Times Square. They're not in the skies even. Well, then where are they? I'll tell you where they are. They're on video on demand, and later in November, they'll be coming soon to a theater near you. Well, in limited release anyway, because there's a new movie in the works, and I was able to attend a very special press screening of this brand new sci-fi horror thriller called Extraterrestrial. Let's take a listen to the trailer. We're in trouble and need help. What happened? I know that this is going to sound crazy, okay? We saw something crash in the woods. What the hell? No way. This is definitely not an airplane. Look at this. Are those footprints? There's something in the house. Or something. What is that? Oh my god. We were attacked. Get in the car! Aliens. Since Roswell, the U.S. government has had a treaty with the extraterrestrials. What kind of treaty? It's a basic, simple agreement with one cardinal rule. Do not engage. And you engaged. We have proof that life on another planet exists. We affected our friends. I'm telling the truth. Did you death? Experiments. There's hundreds of people still alive out there. She was taken from me. They're coming! It's gonna get We are gonna die in here! What do you want of them? You shot one of them. Another rope for blood. No! You can't take me! They're out there. And they're watching. Okay, so extraterrestrial is the story of this gal, see, and her name is April, and she's got this amazing boyfriend, and they're perfect together, but, you know, she's questioning their life and what she's going to do with her future, and does she really want to be tie town, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, her parents are getting divorced, so her mom is selling this cabin in the woods that they have, their summer house that they don't use anymore, so they need pictures taken of the house to get to the real estate agent. But mom is too cheap to pay for a professional photographer. So April kindly volunteers to go out there and take some pictures to help her parents sell the house. So she's bringing her boyfriend along and they're going to have a nice romantic weekend to themselves out under the stars. And it's going to be wonderful except for the fact that Kyle went and invited three of the most annoying characters along with them for the weekend. And they make no bones about that you're supposed to hate these characters. From the second you lay eyes on them, you're just like, oh, God! They just got potty mouths, and they've got nothing to say, and they're just the most cheap and trashy trio that you'd ever want to see. And you know what? This is actually a decent choice. Because we're not supposed to like them because April doesn't like ruining this romantic weekend. And plus it makes her and Kyle look 
even better. And they're the people you're supposed to be emotionally invested in. Why? Well, I'll tell you why. Because they go out there for a weekend of, you know, partying and smoking pot and drinking and photographs and I don't know. Pinochle? Is that a thing? Sounds dirty. Want to play some pinochle? No, thank you. Please don't pee on my knuckles. What? No, 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 Patrick. You're not getting off topic yet. No, you're not. Because in the midst of all of this, They see a light in the sky that crashes nearby, and I think you know where it's going after this. Because here's the thing with extraterrestrial. There's nothing new here, but that's not a bad thing. Because it's a UFO story, it's an alien invasion story, or an alien abduction story. We've seen it all before. We've seen the X-Files. We know all the tropes, and we know all the legends, and we know all this stuff, and that's all great, good, and fine. So this movie plays with all of that. Like every cliche you'd want to see is in here. However, that's not a bad thing. All these cliches should be in here. They're not trying to reinvent the wheel here. What they're trying to give you is a 90-minute roller coaster ride. And in my opinion, I think they succeeded. Because to be perfectly honest... There's not a lot of downtime here. The movie hits the ground running. There's an opening scene featuring... Emily Perkins, you know her from the Ginger Snaps series as the one who didn't turn into the werewolf in the first movie. And, you know, whatever happened in the other movies. But no, not, you know, not her. You know, the, the dark-haired girl. Anyway, there's a great scene with her running through the forest and it is pelting rain and there's lightning and it's scary. And she's trying to get help because her, her husband and her son have been taken, and let's just say things don't go well for her. And then we flash forward to her happy couple, so we already know what they're in for. We already know. The movie knows that we know. So it doesn't waste a lot of time. Like, a lot of these other movies, they'll play up the fact that, oh, it's a mystery. We don't know what's happening. Is it ghosts? Is it a spirit? No, it's aliens. We know it's aliens, and we know what they do. So we're just waiting for these other people in, in other movies to catch up with you. Because we know. And so once these kids drive out to where they saw the flaming thing in the sky crash and they find a gigantic fucking ship, you know they're fucked. There's maybe 10 minutes of downtime with them running around having fun in the woods before everything goes down. And in, I also have a fun neighbor because their neighbor is a pod farmer because who can have a horror movie without a pod farmer these days? But, 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 the pod farmer is played by Everybody's favorite Canadian creeper. No, not Tommy from Toronto. No, no, no. I'm talking about Michael Ironside, who is always a delight to see. He's in. He's fun and he's creepy and he's high a lot of the time too. The kids haven't found the alien yet. You know, they find the pot farm first, and they're oh well, oh yeah. He's entertaining them with his tales of how the government surveils this area and weird things happen. They're just like ha ha. Meanwhile, it's just setting us up for what we're going to get for the next, you know, hour and ten minutes. This movie's a roller coaster ride. It's exactly what it sets out to be. It is gooey. It is gory. It is gross. There's a lot of slime in this movie. And excellent, 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 excellent use of atmosphere. I mean, it is pelting rain for a lot of this movie. And it's very effective. You know, what's the point of being out in a cabin in the woods if it's not torrentially raining in a horror movie? It just adds to everything. There's a bit of a slasher aspect, well, just how they're being stalked by an alien at one point. But then it gets into the bigger picture. It gets into the abduction. You get to see the other side. What's going on in that ship? And what's going on there is gooey, slimy, gory, and gross. 
It's the four G's. It's the four G's. That's what it's got going on here. And I liked it. Even when the cops get involved, there's a cop here, the sheriff. Now, normally he'd be like, ah, well, I guess you kids are smoking the reefer and seeing things. No, he's like, well, he does say that. But then he's also thinking, my wife disappeared without a trace. And it doesn't make any sense. And I'm seeing strange things at this farmhouse where they've called me with their 911 call. So no, there's none of that game playing with, you know, oh, there's that stubborn guy. I'm not going to close the beach. It's the 4th of July weekend. No, there's none of that. It's all about the action getting back to the action as quickly as possible. And the action is fast and furious. And over time, this is a neat trick. Over time, I actually got to like the three completely annoying douchebag characters, the two girls and the guy. When one of them meets their end, I felt bad. I felt really bad. I said, that was very, that's actually very moving, what they just did right there. I'm not spoiling anything, so don't you worry. But overall, I really got a kick out of Extraterrestrial, even though it turns out to be a This One Bitch movie. Now, I'm not spoiling anything. And the only reason I'm bringing up is because I've never seen this kind of This One Bitch situation before. Now, those of you who are new to the show, a This One Bitch is a genre I discovered. It's a trope in movies that drives me crazy. It's when this one bitch does something to piss someone off or set a chain of events in motion that causes all the trouble, that gets the attention of the slasher, that invokes the curse or what have you. And everybody in the movie dies except for this one bitch whose fault it was anyway. So this movie's of this one bitch. And I'm going to tell you who that bitch is. Because you know why I'm going to tell you who this bitch is? Because we never even see this one bitch in this movie. It's April's mom. If April's mom had not been so cheap as to not want to pay for a professional photographer to take pictures of her cabin that she wants to sell after her divorce, then April would never have gone with her friends to the cabin. And if April had never gone to the Friends with the Cabin, they would never have seen the light in the sky and this trail of dominoes would never have been kicked over. So April's mom is this one bitch. And she ain't even in the movie. That is some serious this one bitching. I know it's coming out to, it's already out on video on demand, if I'm not mistaken. But it says here on my press release that it's going to be coming to selected theaters for a limited run. Personally, I would say hold out for the movies. Because I thought the sound was great and the scope of it was great. Just It was a big movie, even though it's a low budget, presumably. It looks expensive and it looks big and it sounds big. And the surround sound stuff with the aliens clicking in the woods behind you. And I liked it. I really enjoyed it. Now, I know there's a lot of bad press about it because it did the film circuits, film festival circuits. And a lot of people said what I said, like, well, there's not an original thought in here. Well, sometimes you don't need an original thought. Doesn't is, is a roller coaster an original thought? No, it's hills, it's three drops and a whoopsie. An occasional loop-de-loop. So you ride them? Yes, you do. And you're in for a good ride with this. I, highly, I don't highly recommend Extraterrestrial. I give it like three and a half stars. I think it's fun. Is it going to scare the hell out of me? Probably not. But it's a good popcorn movie. And this time of year... That's kind of what you want. Or candy corn movie. Or whatever. I don't know what you want because you people are perverted and twisted. And I really, really like that.
Now, I did want to point out some of the other people in the cast here. Brittany Allen, who plays April, our main gal, she won the Emmy recently, the Daytime Emmy, for her work on All My Children. Soap opera fans out there, you'll recognize her from that. Horror fans will recognize her from Dead Before Dawn. Now, I reviewed Dead Before Dawn, and I hated it. However, I did like her. She was the cheerleader, and she was one of the few things that I liked in it, and pretty much the problems with that movie fell with the director for not reining in his cast or crew or writers. And if people don't rein an actor in, it's kind of not your, their fault. That You know what? We don't, we don't see what we look like on camera. If you don't tell us that we're making jackasses of ourselves, we really don't know. Usually. Not the point right now. But sci-fi fans will recognize her from Defiance, I think she was in. And she was on a couple of episodes of Lost Girl. And she was on Warehouse 13. And she's a very familiar face. And she's a very sympathetic lead girl here. I mean, she's got some layers to her. She's not all squeaky clean. And her boyfriend Kyle is adorable. He's perfection in his own little white bread way. I mean, he's played by Freddie Stroma, who you would recognize from the final Harry Potter movie and also from Pitch Perfect. And all these other people, I recognize so many people from independent Canadian horror movies. So it, it's a cornucopia of Canada's best genre actors. And like I said, I like it. I give it, a, I give it a thumbs up. And if you don't like it, you can suck it. You can get on that anal probe machine and you can go for a spin. Twice. And then bring it over to my house. But wash it first. Put it through the dishwasher. What's happening? What's happening? Okay. I believe that's going to wrap it up for Extraterrestrial. It was just a quickie little look and I don't want to spoil anything so there's not much else to talk about. So, Oh, except that it was brought to you by the Vicious Brothers. That's what I forgot. The Vicious Brothers who brought us Grave Encounters. And Grave Encounters 2. And both movies had a lot of good things going for them and a lot of bad things. And I think they evened out here, particularly since they dropped the camera. Not a handheld footage movie here. So if you're tired of them, this is an actual movie movie. I'm totally babbling. Why? Because it's Monday night. I'm loopy on cold medicine. And this show is over. Till next time. This has been an emergency broadcast of the Scream Queens News Network. End of broadcast. broadcast.